thank you, Lord. There is none like you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. You feel the Holy Spirit? Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. We're going to thank God now for his goodness. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Let me compose myself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, this platform is Pastor Lyle and Pastor Rose place. They were chosen by God, anointed, and used in this place. I always respect them. Because that, that's how I was taught. So I thank you, Pastor Lyle and Pastor Rose, for this opportunity to stand up here and uh, share the word of God. Amen. Amen. So um, today I want us to talk about glorifying God. Amen. And that uh, song, We Give You the Glory, is just right on time. You know, if you open your heart and just reach out to God, Amen. He will show up. Amen. He said in His Word that um, if you seek Him with all your heart, He will be there. Yes. He will be there. Don't it. Amen. Uh, so uh, bear with me. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> this is not, you know, um, I'm not used to be teaching the word in in this kind of, of um, place. I can teach the word in your homes if you open your houses. I can do that. Yeah, I do Bible studies, and I thank God for calling me to do that. But to stand up here, I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah. So help me, God. Yeah. So we, we're going to learn about um, glorifying God. Yeah, so some of us have heard the question, why has God created us? What is the purpose? You know, what do the scriptures have to say in regard to this matter? In Isaiah 43, verse 7, everyone who is called by my name, says God, whom I have created for my glory, whom I formed and made. So we see from that verse, whom I have created for my glory, that alone we can understand, you know, uh, and, and we can answer the question, why has God created us? So scripture points out that all things are created for God's glory. We can see through the word of God that even nature itself glorifies God. In Psalms 19 verse 1, 
The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky proclaim his handiwork. So what does that say to us? It just means, you know, that God is shouting. The heavens declare the glory of God. Amen. God is shouting with the clouds. Amen. God is shouting in that blue expanse with the galaxies and stars. God is shouting, I am glorious. Amen. I am glorious. Uh, I don't know if you're, you, like me, you know, love to go to the beach and just sit down. The serenity, the peace, and, and the joy that, that you feel in there. You know, this nature is, is giving God glory. In fact, the Bible tells all things are to praise God. In Psalms 150, it says, let everything that has breath yes. praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes. So in order for us to apply this passage in our lives, we need to understand the meaning of the word glory. Yes. Yeah. So the word glory comes from a root word meaning weighty or heavy. When God is called glorious, it's a reference to him. Thank you, sis. So when God is called glorious, it's a reference to him being the weightiest, heaviest being in the universe. And I can only illustrate this, you know, if I have a scale here. Amen. And you put all things in this side and God in this side. It, the scale would look like this. Amen. Because God is the weightiest, heaviest person Amen. in this universe. Amen. So, uh, mostly, this word is associated with ascribing splendor and majesty to God. The word glory as related to God in the Old Testament bears the idea of greatness. In the New Testament, the word translated glory means dignity, honor, praise, and worship. From that meaning alone, we can understand that to give God glory, to glorify God, Amen. is to honor Him, to worship Him. So whether you recognize it or not, He is glorious just because that's who He is. Amen. There are two created things that do not recognize God's glory. Satan and his minions and mankind. People tend to believe that life is all about them. But God tells us that he created us for his glory. Amen. To honor him, to praise him, to thank him for his abundance. So uh, let me give you some reasons why we give God glory. It is to acknowledge his greatness. So, 
in, in uh, First Chronicles 16, 28, and 29, it says, Give to the Lord, O families of people, give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. Amen. Amen. So the next one, he is due of all glory because he gives us our being. I don't know about you, but I did that, I did that come from apes or monkeys or what? <laughs> like, like the science is telling us. But I believe that God created me. In Psalm 100 verse 3, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are quick to give gratitude to those people who have helped us. Right? Amen. Amen. And sometimes we say the phrase, I am forever indebted to you. <laughs> but in the same way, what we need to realize is that God has saved us from the wages of sin. Amen. He has given us eternal life. When we look at that, it's just reasonable that we should give him glory. Amen. Romans 11.36 says, For from him, through him, and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. Amen. Another reason we are compelled to glorify God is because all our hopes hung in him. Psalms 39 verse 7 says, And now, O Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. When you are in that moment that you think there is no more hope, just believe in him. He is our hope. Yes, yes. Amen. So, we would be totally ungrateful and appreciative and thankless if we then question why should we give God glory. Mm -hmm. I know in some point of our life, we, when we are so busy pursuing careers, our dreams in life, we all forget God. And I believe we are all guilty in that. Amen. At some point, yes. Yeah, at some point. Mm -hmm. He is completely and totally worthy of all glory. So how is it that God is glorified through us? There are so many ways, but we look at just some ways. And in here, I have three things that we can glorify God. We can give him glory by believing in him. We can give him glory by declaring him. We can give him glory by our praise and worship. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yeah. So if the chief end of man is glorify God, then this is only possible when we are most satisfied in him. So straight away we see something significant here. 
When we think of praise or glory that is given to someone, sometimes it can be gratitude. Sometimes we think it is something we need to do in order to obtain favor. From the Christian and biblical viewpoint, this is very opposite of the intent. We fail to understand that everything God requires of us is ultimately for our good. And we forget that. Mm-hmm. Like, like um, other people without him. Without him. And we forget that what's, what, what he wants for us is only the best. Amen. Only the best. God is for us and not against us. Amen. In order to fully fulfill the reason for our creation, then what the Bible says is that it is only when we glorify God, fulfilling our very purpose, it is then and only then that our souls are truly satisfied, Mm -hmm. fully complete and fulfilled. Anything outside of these keeps us wanting and unfulfilled no matter what and how we try to fill that home. So by glorifying God, we are pursuing our joy in Him in order for us to come to the place of pursuing our joy and glorify Him. It is essential to be saved. Are we all saved? Amen. 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 Yes, we must come in repentance of our sins and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ through faith in Him. Accepting the free gift that the Jesus Christ offered for us, He atoned for all of our sins. In this way, we will all stand justified. Hebrews 11.6 says, And without faith it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and he rewards those who seek him. You see that word believe? Think about when you first encounter Christ, your salvation. What did you believe in him? I can say, I believe that I am a sinner and I need him. I need him. If we reject the reason, the reason of our creation, which is to glorify God, and we reject Christ by not believing in his name, then the, then the Bible also explains and shows us the outcome of pursuing our satisfaction outside of God. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 12 and 13 says, Be astonished, O heavens, and be horribly afraid. Be very desolate, says the Lord, for my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water, 
and hewn themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. In other words, we place our belief on those things that are not eternal. The Bible says that God is against anyone that does not seek their joy in God. Again, in Deuteronomy 28, 47 to 48, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joyfulness and gladness of heart. Therefore, you shall serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you. That is something. If we don't serve God with joyful in our hearts, we're gonna be serving our enemies. And this is exactly what some people are doing. Worshiping their enemy. Our ultimate enemy is Satan. And those without faith are enslaved to do things that are of him and not of God. Those who are not of God are in fact serving the purpose of their enemy. And what is that purpose? Destroy us, kill us, deceive us. He wants to completely keep us away from our Father. So I would suggest to those in this situation, wake up. Do not serve your enemy any longer, but serve the living God who is for you and not against you. The word of God shows us the path that we should take in order to find joy in God. When we pursue this joy in Christ, it will lead to glorify God. When you believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, then you will find your ultimate joy in Him. By believing, you not only glorify God and find fulfillment in Christ, but there is also great joy in doing so. Many of you know that I was diagnosed with blood cancer. And as I always say, this thing increased my faith in believing God. One of the symptoms of this disease is fractured bones. And I had that for almost two months. I cannot sleep in my bed. I sleep sitting down in our couch. I was hospitalized. December, before New Year, for blood transfusion. And doctor ordered an MRI. I tried twice in the hospital to do that. So I want to know what's going on with my excruciating back. 
I suffered. But at the hospital, I was not able to do that because I cannot lie down on that machine. I was crying. So we found another place to do the MRI, and it's called, um, uh, you know, you have to sit down, not, not lie down. So I was able to do that. And the MRI shows that I have fractured spine pressing to a nerve. So now I understand why it is so painful. So I was referred to a neurosurgeon. I got an appointment and uh, before I see the neurosurgeon, I was prayed over in this altar. Yes, 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 hallelujah. hallelujah. I was prayed over in this altar. Yes, yes. I felt the heat in my back. Mm -hmm. And when I went to see the neurosurgeon, he said, you are healed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I can only credit that to God. Because as I have been in this disease for almost six years, I was diagnosed 2017. I searched all the scriptures. I started believing in them, claiming them. Yes. Claiming them. Yes. And he is faithful. He is faithful. Yes. So the next one to glorify God is by declaring him. Yes. yes. How do we declare? How do we declare him? We may not have any idea, but God is writing our story. God is writing our story. It's not just a simple simple providing for everything that you need. Yes. We can glorify him by declaring. Amen. He is the God who created heaven and earth. I love his goodness. Yes. I love his goodness. He is the God. Yes, Lord. He is the God who is Jew of all of our glory. Hallelujah. So we are made in the image of God. We are his image bearers. If we are the image bearers of God, then we need to declare his glory. Amen. The way to glorify him is not just to be an image bearer, but also to display him in every action, word, and deed. So this must be heavy on us. We are his image bearer. We must be careful on what we do, what we say, even on what we think. Amen. This church is big time of loving one another, loving God and loving one another. Amen. Yes. 
this may be a church, a small church, but I tell you, God's presence is here. Yes, the Holy Spirit lives here. Hallelujah. Miracles are happening here. So we cannot declare that, that God is above every other name if we are still on the throne of our hearts and not God. Declaring God's glory starts with humility. It begins with a life of sacrifice to the one who has given us everything. Sorry. I'm a crybaby. <laughs> so we declare God with humility in our hearts. We remove ourselves in the throne and let God, let God be the throne. We call him king, king of kings. Amen. He should be on the throne. So we cannot achieve this in our own strength. It must be the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. In our Sunday Bible study, we are big time teaching the Holy Spirit to be led by the Holy Spirit. The ability to glorify God and honor Him only comes through the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Have you been through on Romans 12, verses 1 and 2? Is that for real in your life? Paul was saying, I beseech you therefore, brothers and sisters, to offer yourselves as a living sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Your true worship to God. Being not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you will know the good and pleasing and perfect will of God. So we glorify God through praise and worship. Through praise and worship. Sometimes when we hear the word, you know, it's kind of like, oh, that's easy. Praise and worship. We come, you know, we come not late to the service because praise and worship is important. It's preparing our hearts to receive from God. Amen. Amen. Praise and worship is not entertainment. When we come in God's temple, we should be a participator and not an expectator. Because if we are just there expecting something, we want entertainment. We have to participate. Give our heart to Jesus. 
to praise him with all our heart, open ourselves. Because you know what? When you come here, you are receiving something from God. So you know, we open our heart to him. We open our heart to him because I, I said earlier, he only wants the best for us. He only wants the best for us. And I thank him. I have the best husband in the world. Yes. Is, is my allowance in Greece? <laughs> verse 23, the one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorifies me. No. When we come here and we can praise and worship, I'm sure there are a lot of things that we can thank him of. Right? Yeah. We have hot water. We, we have roof on our head. We have cars. Oh, there's so many things that we can thank you. There you go. Amen. Yes. The highest call and purpose of man is the joyful act of glorifying God. Notice here that this is a joyful act. Amen. When we fulfill the very purpose for which we were created, and when we do this in worship, it is a joyful act and not something we have to put on. You see, when, when music is going on, some of us cry, some of us dance, some of us cannot sit still, we just, we just walk, we, we, we just walk. There is that joy in our hearts in worshiping Him. So you see, when we when 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 we come here, when we come here, it's all for us. Amen. It's all for us. When there is heaviness, just open your heart and and give it to God. Then that heaviness will go, and the peace of God will 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 replace it. Yes. Amen. God is seeking those who will bring Him glory. Not just through the Sunday worship time, not just for an hour every day, but what he seeks is worship every moment through all our activities. When I was working, I was driving and I prayed. I pray. You see, this word from the Bible, pray without ceasing. You know, we can be doing things, our normal routine, but we can still be in communication with God. Yes. So in 1 Corinthians 10 31, it says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all. To the glory of God. Amen. The only way we can give God glory through worship is when it is done in spirit and truth. John chapter 4 verse 24 says, 
But the hour is coming and now is here when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. Worship in spirit and in truth. So worshiping the Father in spirit is to worship from the heart. And the Bible is the source of our worshiping in truth. We, we find the truth in his word. He is the truth. Amen. So now we have understood the very essence of why we were created and are image bearers of the living God. The very reason that we were created is to glorify God. And we have looked at three essential ways this can be done. Glorify Him by believing in Him. Glorify Him by declaring Him. Glorify Him by praise and worship. Hallelujah to His name. We thank you, God, for your presence. We thank you, Lord. We just felt your presence, oh Lord God, as we worship with songs today. You are just a good, good Father, and all your goodness follows us all the days of our lives. And Lord, we worship you for this time. We thank you for your presence in our midst. We thank you for your miraculous power to change our stony hearts into a heart of flesh. Let us go every day of our life, O oh Lord, glorifying your name, declaring that you are the God who is worthy to receive all honor and glory because greatness is splendor belongs to you alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. What a great word, amen. Yes, Lord, let's all stand. Let's all stand. Now, like I said, there's there's plenty of food in the back. my wife. Yeah. 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 Yeah.